A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Redmen TV. I'm Steve Hall. This is the match preview ahead of Liverpool's trip to Bramall Lane to face Sheffield United on Wednesday evening. Joined by Dan and by Sam for this one year. Um, We'll touch on Liverpool in a moment. The the breaking news, although it's not too much breaking, Dan asked that with you obviously is um Sheffield United have got a new manager. Mm. Liverpool get this new manager bounce again. I mean, with Sheffield, it's interesting, it's Chrissy Wilder who is going back to the club. They've just been absolutely battered by Burnley, so something was always going to change. I think we all knew Paul Echenbottom was gone. But it does feel Liverpool have gone back into that type again. You've got Bram Lane on a Wednesday. They would have been down in the dumps, the the crowd would have been fuming. Liverpool have got another thing to deal with now is yeah Chrissy Wilder's back and he's going to have to there hopefully for the, the points you're going to have Bramall Lane rocking again yeah absolutely yeah and it's exactly what they have been crying out for for some weeks now I think the writing's been on the wall for a while for the manager and indeed for Sheffield United to be honest with you if you look at what they did or more importantly didn't do over the summer in terms of selling their best players and not replacing them even they sold Sanderberg to, to Burnley which was just madness because he's like one of the key players that got him at the championship mm. they sold them to a club that's clearly going to be one of their rivals it's absolute insanity but yeah in terms like I say what the fans wanted probably what the players wanted as well is hecking bottom out and Wilder in so there's definitely going to be sort of a a rejuvenated fan base up there now whether that is enough to sort of stop us and sort of stop us in our tracks remains to be seen but we know as well you mentioned sort of the Bramall Lane factor in the midweek but as well our record going to newly promoted teams away from home isn't good anyway you've got no divine right just to turn up at any footy ground in the Premier League and win a game but it has to stop at some point for the Reds and although as you mentioned the factors have made it more difficult for us I think it's fair to say we should still go up there and be fully confident of our ability to get the job done uh, yeah you're right the, the- the, the newly promoted thing Sam, it's become a thing because of Liverpool Liverpool's record really they didn't win any of the three last year and they've already gone to Luton this season and dropped points this yeah. is you know this is the fifth time now Liverpool are going to go to a newly promoted side um, where you know they're expected to win they should win does this whole new manager thing does that does any of this make you worried that the new manager thing that does record that promoted sides or is it more a case of that was then this is now um, it's last season for me I, I, it's a little bit like the the COVID season when we when we lost those six matches at Anfield I, I kind of just put it on, on its own shelf because of how many problems we had last year from top to bottom in the team and club so I think I'm trying not to look back too much on that because if you want to go back a season before that then we wipe the floor with everyone so mm. it's, it's where you draw the lines you know what I mean so in looking at this season Luton wasn't a great day we still should have won that game by two or three goals by the way if Darwin had his shooting boots on or, or others did 
for me, I mean, is Wilder going to be managing the team? Is yeah. that is yeah. he actually going to be managing them? Well, I, what's he going to get done in six hours? Really, maximum he's going to have on the training ground. If that, he would have signed his contract at some point last night this morning. What training will he have done before this game? What analysis would he have done? It's all mental, isn't it? It's at it's, stage, it's, it's only mental. mental yeah. yeah, it's only about the belief of those players. I think they've got five points in the league, you know, and you know who did they beat? I can't even remember who they beat. Oh, was it Wolves? And that was a scandal. That was an absolute scandal. They should never have beat Wolves. So they should have, because of their penalty decision, that was a joke. They should have three points, three draws at best, really. So I think when you look at the quality of play, I think I think they will have some sort of bounce. But as Dan mentioned before, you can't go into a new season, do nothing, and expect the manager to do miracles. I think it's harsh that he's been sacked, if I'm being honest. I don't know what the chemistry and the, the toxicity, if it, if there was any, it was around the dressing room. But pound for pound, he's where we all expected them to be. They're not good enough. Top to bottom players, they've got the odd performance in them. Hopefully it's not Wednesday, but I just don't... I think eventually, regardless to what happens this year with with uh, with over the next few games with Wilder coming in, they'll fall away again once everyone remembers how bad they are. I suppose it could be the other way around, it could have done where he, he has walked into a mess. Sam's right. Mm. The only thing that's going to do it's going to lift the mood because the mood was obviously down. They've was a one win, two draws. They've got oh, and the win was and the a win, bad yeah, and, the, and the win wasn't yeah wasn't too convincing. If, if not, if, you're right. Wilder, you're not going to be able to change too much tactically. Although there might be a bit of crossover with players, not too much because obviously they've been, they've been up and down since then. Mm-hmm. But I suppose Dan, it, Sam might be. It might be like what Sam said. It might take him a couple of weeks before he, he gets this turned round. And maybe it's a Philip Pearl's case of. You might be better playing them now than playing them in three weeks' time when Casey yeah. Wilder's had three weeks training with them and got his got because clearly what's happened at the moment that they they're low on confidence. The system was broken. Not only were they getting beat, they were getting battered. Yeah, that it, it could work out for the You know, if this was Sheffield United away in two months' time when Casey Wilder might have worked some of the magic he worked last time, I suppose you can look at it both ways. Yeah, absolutely, you can. Yeah, I and mean, I'm not so, so concerned about sort of what Chris Wilder can do with this group of players because that doesn't bother me at any point. Really, it's more the fan perspective because you both you mentioned they're lifting the mood. I think all of a sudden Bramall Lane will go from sort of a, a dejected crowd just expecting to lose a game to being yeah. like, do you know what? We got Chris Wilder back now, and they absolutely adore him. Whether that's right or wrong, they just adore that man up there. So it will. Liverpool will have to face sort of another elements against themselves in this game because like I say for the first 15-20 minutes minimum this crowd will be banged up for it all of a sudden whilst I don't think they would have been if Heckenbottom was still in charge but and the other factor in all this is of course Jürgen Klopp and Chris Wilder have got a little bit of a rivalry going yeah. on haven't they from, what did Jürgen once say, so like, once say you, can have your, three you can have your three subs and you've got one point yeah no, he said yeah, you've, got, you've got three subs and you've only got one point basically was his, uh, was his yeah. comment yeah, so <laughs> that's a bit random really isn't it Wilder and Klopp but yeah like I say I think it probably has come too soon for Wilder to implement any mm. sort of serious change in the players and stuff like that. So, like I say, on the pitch, I don't expect it to have really any sort of say on matters. I just think if this was Anfield, I wouldn't even like wouldn't even cross my mind. Would yeah, not me in the slightest. You know what I mean? But because it's there and our record away from home against these type of teams isn't great anyway, and the fact now the crowd will all of a sudden be bang up for it, it does add that extra little bit of spice to it. Whereby you go, for Liverpool probably didn't need that. I would have rather it was heck. Boston for that reason personally mm. yeah, we'll see how it goes in terms of their team news obviously Ollie McBurney got suspended the other day so he's going to be out he got himself sent off they've got obviously they, they have had a little bit of bad luck they lost um, Basham to a bad injury unfortunately. Yeah. that was his ankle yeah. wasn't it uh, John Egan's still out Tom Davies is still out I mean, whatever that means as well. so yeah <laughs> they, they, it, it, it's, I'm looking at the team they picked the other day and it's, 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 it looks like a championship side yeah. that's why they're at the bottom and they've just lost their number nine as well. It's, it's the long balls are killer for them there, then, isn't it? Yeah. 
They've lost, yeah, they've lost McBain. They've got themselves sent off. In, in a, you're gonna get, don't get sent off in a 5 0. Yeah. You're gonna get yourself sent two off. Elbows, yeah, well. two, two, stupid. Two elbows. Like, what are you doing? He's like, a loose cannon. Yeah, he, he has got a bit of bad. <laughs> he's got a bit of bad. You know, they were 2 0 down at that point as well, like yeah. away from home. Just get through the game. It'll be interesting to see what he can do. Like I say, there's not mm. not the squad. There's not too much he can do. Mm. It, 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 he can just try and lift them, I suppose. Sam. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the, uh, I mean, I was looking at the fixtures because we we've talked about it ourselves and I've listened to a lot of the stuff he's done as well. We talk about a lot of these teams suddenly having to play two games a week in December. There's actually not the way they've, sh- they've done the fixtures now. Unless you're in the League Cup or, or, or Europe, there's actually not that many. It's quite well spread out. But this is the one week where teams will have to turn it around quick, and teams like uh, Sheffield United won't be used to having a day off and then suddenly. In prep again, and they're or, or you know a day and a half off, and then they're having to prep for the game. I think this is where they will get leggy, and where we are sort of long term fitness should kick in. I I also think like you know looking back to the Luton game, which is the comparable really, is that in that game everything went sort of the way you would want it to go as 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 a team coming up from the you don't score too early. If you go one nil up in five minutes, the team will just pepper you for ninety minutes, and then you know the chances are they're going to get the goals they need. Ours was like we sort of well, it's nil nil, we'll get a goal, we'll get a goal, and then back. And they scored we five sleep, minutes we to sleep, go we were sleep, well, and then they, they hit us with five minutes to go it was a perfect storm in that game so that's kind of what's got to happen for Sheffield United there again either we get a red card they get an early goal something like that happens or again we sleepwalk to 80 minutes at 0-0 and then they nick one I think for that to happen twice is, is, is very a big is a big ask for them so I think for us it's about learning those lessons from from that game and I think Klopp as well I think Klopp's got to learn lessons I think we not, not even just the team section but the way we approach the game the tactics that we implemented in that game playing to Luton's hands I think we've just got to be a bit smart to take our time be a bit calmer and I think we'll be fine suppose well Sam uh, sorry Dan I'll come to you on this one is that it's worth mentioning City got a late winner. They, they, they yes, pushed City yeah. late. They pushed Manchester United late. That was early on in the season when the mood was up. Yeah. That is what that is what maybe Sheffield United can do at home if they're feeling a bit more confident. So Chrissy Wilder's basically got what four thirty odd hours to just make those players and those fans feel like a million dollars. Like that is the warning sign. Coupled on the fact that Liverpool's record at Peronta size has been crap. Is there anything you've seen across those four games that you think that was the issue? Liverpool needs to solve that. Because again, we are going to get a team now. We're not going to get a dejected team. You're going to get a team who are going to be riled up for it. Yeah, I think last season it was easier. It's got to come back to Sam's point earlier in terms of like separating the two. I think it was easier to sort of pinpoint where we went wrong in those games. Actually, I think physically we were left wanting every now and then as well. I think in the Nottingham Forest game, certainly that was the case. Yeah. But the Luton one, less so. I think we sort of, we dominated most of that game, if not all of it, really. And then we were hit with a little bit of a sucker punch, like you say. I think I'd like the intensity levels to go up a couple of notches, if I'm being honest. I think the way we play at Anfield to how we play away from home, generally speaking, but particularly against these type of opposition, it could be chalk and cheese at times. I think I'd like us to take more of a front foot approach to this game. And there's nothing really stopping us doing that. I think Sheffield United, the one sort of difference I see in this one to that Luton game is we knew how Luton would approach it. They would be physical. They would be really sort of deep and try and make life as difficult as possible for us and hit us in certain ways. I don't see Sheffield United sort of adapting exactly the same approach. I think they've come up as more of a ball-playing type team. Luton got promoted from the Championship playing that way, by yeah, the way. So yeah, did, I think yeah. Sheffield United will have different ways moreover they haven't got the same tools as what Luton yeah. had they don't have the physicality that Luton possess certainly about McBurney anyway so I think it'd be a different challenge for the Reds but from our perspective like I say I just want to see us sort of get the initiative in the game and 
we weren't clinical at Luton Eve. Obviously, we squandered quite a few big chances. I think if you score early in a game like this, you, you essentially kill the game off quite quickly yeah. because all of a sudden that sort of home crowd bounce sort of evaporates quickly. The players even think, God, it's going to be long afternoon here. So, yeah, I think it's being on it. The first 15, 20 minutes, that's when their crowd will be most up for it and when we can really silence them. And even the players, because you're right, Wilder's going to be getting around them players for the next few hours and saying, Do you know what, you're better than what you've shown for the time. Let's really go for it. And all of a sudden, if you're getting schooled by Liverpool for 20 minutes, you're like, God, what was he talking about? Like, yeah. we're miles off it, you know what I mean? So, I mean, come out of the blocks fast and really grab the game has been my sort mm-hmm. of the difference in how we've gone about these games previously no yeah it makes sense and like I say Liverpool we'll, we'll speak about the Liverpool team shortly as it stands actually yeah again's about to do his press conference in about mm. 10 minutes time so we'll have a little bit more information as we're talking on that one before we do we've got one, the next of our um, our legends draws to do so if you don't know what we're doing all month uh, here in December we're giving away a prize every day from the 1st to the 25th of December to one of our legend subscribers over on redmenplus.com so redmenplus.com is our subscription service you've got two tiers the captain tier which gets you access to all the content the legends tier gets you all that access well, but loads of added perks free merch discount off other merch you get uh, entries into our competitions and this month of course we're doing 25 of them going to get this fella away Sam, Sam can you hold that up for me yeah of course it's our Darwin Nunez Christmas sweater to bang that one look at that one the newborn king going to give that to somebody right away so I'm going to hit the button I'm going to spin Whoa. this wheel there we go let's click on it give it a little drum roll let's find out who is getting their hands on our Darwin Nunez Christmas sweater well done and congratulations to King Man A75 obviously had an update as his username in the last year or two but congratulations Mr or Mrs I'm guessing it's Mr King Man A75 we'll send one of these on his way to crack and present that isn't it the belt to that and get yourselves uh, for sale by the way redmanmerch.com you can buy them if you've never won one now you can still go and get them over on Redman Merch. the Trent one by the way is proven very popular Dan isn't it oh, it's flying out honestly <laughs> so I, I'm not surprised as soon as I seen it the other day I was like oh that is it that's the one I mean they're all boss by the way but that Trent one is it's just it mate it's, it's unbelievable Believable. But yeah, that was in it. Yeah, I was trying to do those If those listening, it's trench. It's it is available over on Redmond. You do trademark celebration as well. It's going nowhere. Yeah, that it's going nowhere. Hopefully they What's the it. inspiration, did he say? He hasn't said. No. I, think the, I think that end of City fans were just giving him loads of stick so in that game yeah. and yeah. he's decided to he's throw it put on their toes. He's shield against them. Did he? Yeah, 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 yeah just he likes City fans talking wham, fair play <laughs> Trent Ladd is he's right. put it on his toes. Right then, like I say, Jürgen's press conference is ongoing or it will be shortly, so we'll we'll touch base with that in a moment with injury news. What we definitely know, Sam, is that Joel Matip's out and Jürgen, he's going to give us more details, I think, in a bit, but he did say it's not going to be a quick one it's going to be out for a while with that being said Liverpool have got three games Stuka Sunday Wednesday and Saturday we spoke about that on the last build Mm -hmm. so he's got to have half an eye on everything going forwards he might have changed it anyway there's a good chance he would have done Mm -hmm. Um, with that being said you're just presuming Ibu comes straight back in because If, if he was wondering about resting Trent Alexander-Arnold and we're going to move Gomez in or whatever, he got Costas on the left. Does it just matter since you go? You know what? You just you ma- do we just throw Ebu in and keep everything else the same? Just just with a little bit of continuity. Yeah, I think just just to sidestep. I mean, if you look at a lot of our rivals this year, because we're in this Europa League, 
we're, we're actually able to rotate a lot more than they are so I was looking at the minutes earlier actually of some of the some of the players who play for the, our rival teams and it's frightening how, how some of them are on 18, 1900, 2000 already and none of our sellers on 1400 at most so I think what what with having that benefit and with having this dead rubber next week Jürgen can literally say right lads we're going to we're going to manage it but we're going to get through this week as a singular and then after that you'll be able to play you one game a week and look we can pick up whatever we want against West Ham when it comes but it's a case of I think it'll be get through this week as a unit then he can give all the first teams he wants the, 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 the week off when we've got uni on and, and it literally means nothing does it now so I think that to come back to your point Ibu comes in I think he might rest Diaz because he's played back to back games hasn't he did he play did he, did he, he came on against City didn't he did he come on or did he start I think he, he came, came on, on. on. but then he played he but then, yes early. that's right yeah but then he played against um, Lask and then he played the 90 minutes on, on Sunday so I think likelihood is for me Canate comes in for Matip and, the, and then you're looking at you know maybe one from the midfield and one from the attack I, I don't think there's going to be too much you mentioned the other day Dan and he did say he took Alexis off after scoring one of the best goals I've ever seen yeah. he said he took him off because he said he, so, it was, he implemented like, he, he was feeling it mm. he, was feeling, he was feeling the pace he said so like the tank was nearly empty I think that yeah. was his phrase is there a chance given what Arlo must be feeling on top of the world and the fact that he did say Alexis has felt the pressure a little bit it could be where he goes Enzo with a view on McAllister at the weekend because we said we said that, again we, we were supposed to be on the same show today mm. it's impossible for Alexis to go 90-90 he's, he's yeah. not going to be able to do it no. it does feel like if, if he's going to drop Endo into any of them Chef United the way he feels mm. probably the, the one of the three that you'd probably choose yeah absolutely Yeah, I think it was almost a no-brainer an absolute bank he was going to start one of these games Endo as opposed to McAllister and I think the one in the middle makes the most sense for that yeah. because obviously you give him a nice break in between and Sam rightfully mentioned the minutes or the lesser minutes that our lads have played thanks to Europa League football in many senses but with McAllister you have to factor in international yeah. footy as well of course he played a lot of that and the travel is a big factor in that we've seen the adverse effect it had on him at Wolves away of course so yeah. I would be all over Endo and I think as well with Endo like he probably warrants it anyway I think he's done fine when he's come into most games certainly in recent weeks obviously he gets his first league goal on the weekend and he'll be riding the crest of a wave at the minute on the back of that and he'll be really feeling it and he was obviously yeah. involved in what was a, a very entertaining come back victory and played a big part in it so it's not a bad moment to say you know what McAllister you scored that absolute worldy well done mate you go sit have a little rest Endo mm. you're, you're the guy now go and do it so I think it was sort of work out really well for Klopp to do exactly that to be honest and there's no doubt about it we can't go same 11 three times running under massive injury means we definitely can't do that but anyway I think this would be the perfect opportunity to make that switch Sam mm. The, the interesting one was actually, if you actually look at the midfield the other day I thought all three of them were a bit leggy yeah. Gravenberg looked tired when he went off there was like when he got the ball he had to chase the guy down the left and he just he looked like he was running yeah. in quicksand yeah. so boss like he looks like he, he could do it for break actually he, he looks mm. like a little bit like he's feeling the pressure I've got a question here from Youssef said Curtis Jones is an option Harvey Elliott is an option he didn't get he didn't really get any minutes the other day yeah, so he's got, he's got those, he didn't get he didn't in fact yeah, right. neither of these two got on no. the pitch at all the fact that those two didn't get on yeah. is that maybe a little nod to the fact that it could, it could be all changing midfield he could go yeah. you know what Enzo Elliot Jones we'll just make three subs and, and go with it potentially yeah I think sort of slight I don't look at it as a fitness thing for him I think he's a machine and I think we've given him loads of time off this year so I was looking at the minutes alright the intensity is higher than what he's used to but his age his physical development everything he's in line with where he should be really in comparison to others I think with him it's just a bit of form I think he the game's almost come too easy for him he was doing all these stupid back heels the other day and that comes down to his o almost overconfidence and I think it's just not really come off for him these last few weeks 
he's still doing his running um, and I think it was the right thing to change him not because he, he necessarily looked finished for me on the pitch I just thought it was the right move in terms of he'd just gone a bit stale in the game mm-hmm. McAllister's its own arguments on itself but I think yeah I, I do believe that Gravenbach won't start this game I think he'll Gravenbach I think Jones comes in I think it's a natural one I think to change all three is risky because over the 90 minutes it would be brilliant for us because we would just have energy in that midfield from beginning to end but what if we get absolutely rinsed like we did against Brentford last year and they outrun us for 20 minutes get two goals and then suddenly we're up against it and you've got something to fight for you find the extra gear it'd be better off to start the game with a, a bit of a mixed midfield maybe Sobersly Jones and Endo or if McAllister's going to start and make the changes because yeah. they can't make the changes so you've got to balance it by just changing all three it's given Sheffield United in my opinion too much of a leg up in the game we want to control it McAllister to control this game for, even for a half could be worth its weight in gold for me so I'll be interested to see what he does here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're the one, Dan. It's what he wants to do, a fullback. We mentioned before, we're keeping everyone fit and fired and mm-hmm. can he go? Sam's right. He might just say to them, listen, all three, go, go through all three games this week for me and not one of you to be on the plane to Belgium. Yeah. You, we'll give you a couple of days off. We'll have a nice break and get you see, see, you, see you in, uh, for Man United. That, that could be the, uh, Man United. Yeah, it is. See you for, see you for Man United. Um, but this is where the matter thing maybe complicates things. Mm-hmm. That Gomez is now, Joe Gomez is currently in the pools, back up left, back, back up right, back. And back up centre back now. I think he's still he will still be able to get our yeah. Kwanzaa. I know we'd be happy with Kwanzaa. We'd, we'd be fine if he played. But Gomez, he can't cover all three of them at once. So I wonder if there's if there's something where he goes. Gomez plays the next two. One of them's in place of Trent, and one's in place of Costas. Does he go? Does he say to them both, go all three? It would be a shame now 
to say to Trent, you're not playing. He's he, given him. He's in great form. He must mm. be feeling really good about himself. Mm. He could be a midfield option. There's, there's a lot of questions to be asked. Yeah, there is. There's loads, mate. Yeah, and it's interesting. I I don't think I would touch Trent. I don't think you can. At the I, think play, I think he's playing so well yeah. at the minute. I don't think you can. And I get the rest argument, but I've I'd be asking him to go and just go. And I think Sam's point about sort of playing all three and getting that out of him is a poignant one. So when it comes to Trent, I'd be saying, yeah, you're the man at the minute. Go and win some games of forty four with lads. And as you mentioned, not even sort of travel over to Belgium um, I think maybe Gomez for Simicast we obviously did that at Luton didn't work in any way shape or form of course but um, I would be very tempted to do that in this midweek game personally because I think you need Simicast to definitely get a little break we're still a few weeks away from Robertson being back so I think that's imperative Yeah. Um, in terms of midfield I wouldn't do all three personally uh, I really like Harvey Elliott but yeah, I'll be keeping Thomas Lay in there. I mean, Curtis Jones with Gavin Birch makes a ton of sense. I was quite surprised that wasn't the case at the weekend, not because I don't like Ryan Gavin Birch. I think certainly eye test-wise, he's better than Curtis yeah. Jones. I think Curtis Jones is more trusted in the side. I've said that a few times now, but I think Gavin Birch's main issue, I mean, actually from the Liverpool point of view, is that understanding of what Klopp wants from him, but it's a fitness thing. And mm. I think it's just from a lack of footy last season. I think he just, he never played 90 minutes once last year for Bayern Munich and it's telling. We're seeing him get tired in games yeah. quickly. He only looks good for an hour max yeah. at the moment to me and it's a shame we need to get him up to speed as quickly as possible and clearly they'll know that you know you mentioned earlier on McAllister was running empty the sports scientists will be well across what's going on with all these lads and if listen if a couple of them we might be speaking about him here Trent could be you know in the red zone as they call it we don't know do he was that good the other day he was everywhere we don't yeah. know he might not feature because he can't but if I had my way in an ideal world I'd be going Gomez left back for Simicast for this one would in you? particular. I would, yeah. I think we need to sort of definitely look after Simicast. He played in the Europa League as well. In True, yeah. Something, yeah. Someone's got to give us some point with him. But I would definitely be getting Trent to go again. I suppose the only other question is I, I would be shocked personally if Cody Gakpo doesn't start. Oh, yeah. It's just who he starts for, I suppose. Yeah. I think well, that's why I came, I mentioned it a bit prematurely before about the, about the Az. I just think he's got more minutes and, and it, it, it doesn't really matter too much. I mean, you could go Gakpo for Nunes, which is maybe a bit more like for like in terms of the natural position in, in this side. But I think in terms of impact, what you don't want to do is flog Diaz. The only caveat to all this is that look, these guys are made for Champions League football. Mm. These guys are made to play three games a week. We're, we're, we're almost talking about this from a position of, oh, well, we haven't had to do it all year. Like the odd player. Actually, that's what they want. Trent yeah. wants to be playing like he used to in 17 to, to 22, 23, yeah. which is twice a week I play. So a lot of these lads will be like, this is normal. In yeah. fact, the fact that I've been getting a week off is a bonus, or, you know, they're going to have to do it again in April, May when it comes to it. So You're right. But the only thing with that is this week in particular is a little bit out of the ordinary anyway like mm. Sunday Wednesday night Saturday morning essentially is a bit nuts it is, yeah. even for a Champions yeah. League schedule that's a bit mental so you're right and I get it and I, I think Liverpool actually thrive in these situations when it is hectic if we yeah. play our best footy but Klopp will definitely have one eye on just how mad this schedule is like oh definitely yeah. and I think if you're going he would probably see and it might, it might change you know with the wild thing I don't know it's too, probably too late to do anything to it Sam but he's probably thought of the three games the one where you might be able to take a couple more risks is Sheffield away yeah. and then go even if they you know you, you, even if you pack your bench that that's that's the difference it, it, we'll see how it all how it all yeah. does pan out the the the, the question I, I suppose we should we talked about before again we'll wait for Jürgen's update on any injuries is that uh, if you're Chrissy Wilder now the first thing you can't do much tactically but you're saying target that goalkeeper you know Keevan's come in and with all due respect to Ke- yeah, he didn't have a good game he, he was at fault yeah. for at least probably two of the goals F- first one was harsh first one goes just, for your legs goes for yeah, your legs not second one definitely second okay. one definitely yeah uh, um, if you're Chris Wilder that's one thing you can that is a tactic you can implement straight yeah. away 
is get after him. It'll be interesting. Cause I thought actually, Keller after the, the mistake, which was a bad one, he made a couple of decent saves and he, he does a couple of things really well. Yeah. They score off an offside goal, but it's where he's made a good a good initial save off a yeah. header. As you wonder what Jürgen and that will have to have done with Keith this week. He's the number one. He's getting a run in the team at least for another couple of games and maybe more. And he'll know, everyone knows that Sheffield are going to be all over him. They're going to try and put corners on his head. They're going to be taking shots from wherever they can do to get at him. It'll be interesting to see how he responds. Because he, yeah. he comes across like a mentally tough guy. He looks really chill, but we're about, probably about to find out. I, I, to be honest, I think the answer to the question about goalkeepers is nothing. I think because the truth be told is that as a goalie, um, you've got to play and play and play to get sharper and the pre- the Premier League thing it was probably in his head playing in the Europa League that's his competition he's number one in that competition same with the League Cup so he probably feels a bit more at home Premier League's a different ball game this is Alisson's um, sort of you know air, whatever you want to call it this is his space isn't it so he, he got a lot of pressure on him and I think he just he'll look back at that second goal and think what can I do more but I, I don't think necessarily there's going to be too much emphasis on it he'll be like right I could have done better there move on because there's not too, it's like when you see a player and have a bad touch and it goes underneath the foot and it goes out you don't need to analyse that they just need to just be a bit sharper sound that. so I think yeah. he'll be fine I think with Avan Van Dijk and Canata, who are two absolute monsters in the air, I don't think he'd be too worried neither, yeah. really, because who have, who, have, who are they going to have to compete with those two? Like, McBurney's a big unit, and and I, I don't know what their centre-halves are going to say. They've got no Basham, and who did you say was injured? Was Egan. They've got a few big lads there who are strong characters on that side who are out. I don't know who they're going to compete with. And when you talk about goalkeepers, who, who even plays in goal for Sheffield United? Fotheringham, he had a shocker the other day. Who? <laughs> exactly. Was it, no, was it, was it was the weekend, wasn't it? When he just but this is what I mean. Like, it was Bournemouth. We, we've got a better goalie than they have, even though our second choice is in goal. Like, he genuinely would be his more talented keeper. So, you know, this is a guy who's played cup finals for us. So, I think, all right, he, he was poor at the weekend in some respects and looked a bit shaky, but he's a good goalie. He's, a, he's an international goalkeeper. I think... If it was Sheffield United's number two, I'd be concerned. But I think we just need to go about our business when it comes to that. I don't think they're going to be in that much position to be shooting from distance, if I'm be honest. I think the odd set piece might be the biggest threat they've got. But yeah, it's all down to attitude for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's have a little look at what it means in terms of elsewhere, by the way. Um, Jürgen's yeah. doing his press conference now, so we'll, if any injury stuff does come out, I'll touch on it in a moment. But let's have a little look around the league. It's one of those interesting weeks, Dan, where um, the games are spread out across three days. Mm. Um, so tonight, Wolves, Burnley, Luton, Arsenal. So Arsenal get the chance to go and see, put our Luton results to the test. If, if Arsenal get beat there, maybe it was a good point for us. We'll, we'll find out. Mm. You'd expect the Arsenal, by the time people play, they should go and get that one. You'll never know. And hopefully Luton can do us a favour. Um, City go to Villa with no Rodri and no Jack Grealish although they are going to get Johnny Stones back that feels like a tough game for Manchester City as well any any chance of either of those do you think dropping points because they're the three we're looking at the moment aren't we? it's us, us and those two the ones everyone's got their eye on Arsenal away at Luton City away at Villa yeah yeah, I think so yeah I mean obviously the Arsenal as you say you would definitely expect Arsenal to get the job done that would move them four points clear Yeah, um, the top of the league again obviously them playing before was is never five, ideal five would it's okay but we're used to chasing aren't we so I shouldn't really have a factor in that but yeah I mean you never know Luton being at home the Kenilworth Road sort of element to it might sort of spice things up a little bit we've seen that obviously first hand I don't hold out loads of hope for them not to pick up all three points to be dead honest but I think the City Villa game is definitely a really interesting one tomorrow night Villa at home their record's outstanding at home on Dunai Emery so I think they pose a genuine threat I don't think they're going to sort of disturb 
us as a top three. They might have a little conversation about the top four mm-hmm. or top five as it looks like it's going to be this season. But I do think they will have a say in the title race as we go along. Obviously, yeah. we actually did a really sort of proper job on them at Anfield earlier on the season, which when you look at it now, in hindsight, looks like an incredible performance and indeed result because Villa are the real deal. Like, made no two ways about it. So I think City without Rodri without um, De Bruyne so obviously as you mentioned we've had Jack Reedus now as well I think that looks like a really tricky game for them on paper I know Pep Guardiola has been speaking this morning about just how confident he is they'll win the league I think another slip up and possibly more importantly more signs of weakness and little chinks in their armour could be interesting because they've conceded a lot of goals in the past few weeks if they go to Villa Park and ship another couple maybe even three and don't pick up all three points I think all of a sudden the doubts will start to creep in with them a little bit and they've never really had doubts they haven't won three matches have they games or not what's interesting is Villa go above them if they beat them as well they actually could great wouldn't they they can actually go listen if Liverpool don't win they can go above us like Villa are on 29 we're on 31 like I mean our goal difference at the moment is much stronger so they'd have to absolutely welly Manchester City if Liverpool got a point I'm all for that I'm all for that 10-0 you need to take care of our business I will say that you're right we need to talk about these things of course we do but it means ultimately for a minute on Sunday there it looked like we weren't going to get the job done against Fulham yeah. so all that matters is that we pick up our points and we'll deal with the rest later mm. yeah, and, and I suppose like the, the, the City thing is interesting it's where, it is worth touching about what, what this could be Sam and again this is very dangerous because we, we've said this a million times don't just bank on getting wins because we were saying this before you know, if we win and when we win this but if Liverpool can beat uh, Sheffield United and go to 34 points and it is feasible as City they, they, they can of course they can beat anyone they can beat yeah. Aston Villa but Villa at home are Excellent. Yeah. If they there's a chance Liverpool have got three, four points on Manchester City and they don't, and, and, and at, they don't play next week. At any point at any point being above Manchester by by more than a point or two is yeah. you know, if there's more than a game between you so all of a sudden, yeah, wow, that is quite significant. Yeah. I mean Liverpool again, it's interesting because our game kicks off like we'll know. But you know, I think we started half seven, they started like 8.15 or something. Yeah. So there's time where we'll probably have a, have a rough idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. It is a big game for, for City yeah, on, a, on tomorrow on tomorrow night as well. It is, and Villa have won every game at home, haven't they, this season? A bit like Liverpool, so it's, it's, and they'll be well up for it. And one of the big challenges against City, I think, and I know we're not doing a pre-match for that show, especially, but in general, isn't it? It's why Spurs got a result. If you're willing to take City on, you've got a chance. If you're not, good luck to you, mate. But they, they that's the way, and that's what Villa will do. Yeah, and they will really test them. And Rodri's their best player, look. Harlan's an absolute freak of nature but but Rodri is their best most important cog in that wheel and if he's not there we've seen it before the last two games he's not there again it's going to be a big challenge for them uh, and you know what it's just going to be a great spectacle um, whatever uh, whatever outcome that game is I can't I can't see one team landslide I think it'll be a cracking game of football um, I, I, it's a, and Villa follow that up by playing Arsenal so there's going to be some big games this week for them I'd be interested to see how much of an impact they have um, and I do think that later on in the season Villa will be shattered I think that playing two games week doesn't hit you instantly it's what it does to you in the back end when you're absolutely finished and you, great your lads get to May and they've played 45 games and they shattered wait till they've played 45 games in March April then you yeah. see the difference and I think that's what will happen this year to those teams like Brighton Villa Newcastle so right now they're a major threat to, to every team they come up against I'm, I'm glad we don't play them away for a while to be honest uh, but yeah talk about Man U and Chelsea please whoever loses that mate's in big trouble well, I think United more so though Chelsea oh. have turned a little bit of a corner yeah, but it's yeah, still like it's... 10 points behind everyone aren't they oh no, yeah listen yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 are banning journos from the press conferences never, <laughs> never signed that everything's all rosy is no it? one's That's ever what... banned journos when they're, doing, when, they're, when they're winning no, <laughs> no, 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 someone's 
one's always got, funny. That one's always happening there. It'd be a big interesting to watch that one. That's tomorrow night as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll be able to catch second half. That one maybe after Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully got the job done against Sheffield United. Right then, yeah, Egan hasn't said too much. Out, by, by the way, about injury, so I'm going to go through and pick a team. Um, so Callas is in goal. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Are we picking Gomez or a left back? Everyone, or are we playing to cost us again? Uh, I think I forgot he played in the Champions in the Europa League. So I think yeah, you're probably right. So Gomez goes to left back. You go so. Canate, Van Dijk, Trent, yeah. yeah. Endo? Yes. Okay. Mm. I think McAllister because he came off. Okay, there you go. Um, I think Jones starts. I'd be shocked. Yes, yeah, defo, defo. And then... Sobberslay. You want Sobberslay yeah, again? I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes uh, Elliot. All in on the three. Yeah, I think he might. Wow. I think he might. I think that's, there's a reason. No, dude, don't come. I might be wrong. Who knows? Um, Salah plays. Yes. Are we saying Nunes and Gakpo? Nunes and Gakpo. I'm saying Nunes and Gakpo, Who's yeah. Front? Uh, Darwin I think he's too important up there Okay. Yeah, I fine. don't think it works from the left necessarily the only thing is though if we end up with a Joe Gomez Gakpo left side you've that's got bizarre. no with that, yeah, that's got, the only thing that might be yeah, a little bit Gakpo was a winger we need to remember that we, he can do it yeah. he was definitely that was that is that Luton no, when it was Gomez and Jota, Jota there was in, no yeah. with yeah. that I think if, if we do that the changes will be Gakpo Sorry, Nunez off Diaz on that way, then Gakpo goes to the centre and you get the balance back second half. Yes. But yeah, it is, it is, we forget that when we talk about bodies, it's balance in it. So yeah, maybe the Simicast, Gakpo, it depends who starts left back, might impact who plays a button. Do you remember when Chris Wilder first got Sheffield United promoted and they had centre backs who just yeah. bombed on? Don't be yeah. Right then, do join us for the game. The watch along will be live. Let me do my maths. 
The watch along will be live at six. No, no. no. Quarter past seven. S- quarter past seven for the watch along. <laughs> Team news quarter will be quarter six. past six. So we have Paul, Chris, and Dan in the studio for that one. So go and join the guys. If you've never done a Red Men watch along before and you're thinking, you know what, I'm sitting on my own watching this on the telly, what, I, want, I want to chat to some Reds, get yourself on the YouTube channel, get on the watch along. There's live chat, there's stats, there's singing, and yeah. there's bias commentary. If you haven't already, go and check out the clip on the YouTube channel right now of mine and Neville's celebrations. But that is the kind of thing that you'll see. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it's not that hard for Liverpool to be here for your night. But if it is, you'll get Paul and Chris in for that one. So thanks very much for watching or listening to this episode of the match preview. Come and join us for Sheffield United. See you in a bit.